1: We are ready for some playoff football, finally. I hope you are doing well, and it starts tomorrow with the Raiders and the Bengals, the Patriots and the Bills, followed by Sunday's three games, Philly at Tampa, San Francisco with Dallas, Kansas City is home to Pittsburgh, and on Monday it is Arizona at Los Angeles taking on the Rams. Hope you are doing well. Grant Napier here on Listen Up. If you want to get in on the program, all you need to do is raise your hand. I will put you right up on stage. And you will be able to come on with me. So we got NFL Talk. Tell me if you think there's an upset this weekend. And if so, who do you like in the upset? And if there is a lock this week. A lot of people think Kansas City is a lock over Pittsburgh. What do you think? So that is your NFL schedule. Interesting today that the general manager of the Houston Texans uh, came out and made a very interesting statement. After David Cully, the head coach, was fired yesterday. Very interesting. Said, I would say, when you rewind here and go back to a year ago, I'd say the organization was in a pretty rough spot. And I think from where we were then to where we are now, we're in a lot better position. And quite frankly, I think that's because of the leadership and the guidance. You ready for this? Because of the leadership and guidance and the direction that David Culley brought to the football team. However, there were philosophical differences over the long-term direction and vision for our program moving forward. And in the end, this is my decision. This was something that I felt we needed to do that was in the best interest of the organization. All right, let's get right to it. we got a lot of phone calls we want to get to today on this Friday on the eve of the NFL playoffs. So all you need to do is raise your hand. Uh, I will put you up on stage. Once you are there, all you got to do is hit your microphone icon, which is at the bottom of your device, and like Aaron, we'll put you right on as soon as you hit your microphone. All right? You got to hit that microphone icon, and we will get you right on, and uh, we will be able to, to uh, converse. Uh, back and forth. And one phone calls today, I want your take on the NFL playoffs, Aaron, I'm going to put you back in the audience. And then when you're ready, raise your hand, hit that microphone icon and I will put you right on. But what about the uh, statement from the Houston Texans uh, general manager? Very interesting, very interested, uh, interesting uh, indeed. Um, Listen, I'm not going to get carried away on this. I'm going to just say it because it's news. But, you know, MLB yesterday not able to come to an agreement after meeting for an hour. And looks like spring training is going to be at least delayed. And, you know, baseball doesn't get it. They really don't. And while the NFL uh, takes over the sporting world once again, you know, baseball just can't figure out what the hell uh, is going on. NBA busy schedule tonight. If you're a fan of the Kings, they are home uh, taking on the Houston Rockets for back to back games with the Rockets tonight. And then again on Sunday uh, before the uh, Detroit Pistons come in. The uh, Warriors at 30 and 11 are in Chicago uh, taking on the Bulls. You got Orlando, Charlotte. Toronto is at Detroit. Indiana hosts Phoenix. Boston's at Philly. Atlanta is in Miami. Cleveland, San Antonio. Memphis home to Dallas. And Houston, as I mentioned, uh, taking on the Kings at uh, 7 o'clock Pacific. All right, so I want to hear from you. All right, which games do you think could be upsets this weekend in the National Football League? When you look at all of the games, if there is an upset on the board, where do you think it is? Where do you think there could be an upset this weekend? Do you feel the Patriots could go in and beat Buffalo like they did last month in Buffalo. Do you feel that the 49ers could beat the Cowboys? Do you feel the Eagles could upset the Bucks, Or could the Steelers shock the Chiefs? And what about the Cardinals and the Rams? The Cardinals just really have not played well uh, coming down the stretch. They had a the big win uh, a couple of weeks ago in Dallas. But I, I don't know what you can expect at all from the Cardinals. They just look like a team uh, that was in a free fall in the last month and a half of the uh, season. You know, the the Raiders-Bengals game I think could be the best game on the card. I don't see a lot of difference between these two teams. And you got Burrow in his first playoff game. You got Carr, again, getting to the postseason. So, you know, there are The Raiders should, again, should be able to run the football. The weather really for a game at this time of the year in Cincinnati is not bad, so I don't think that's going to be an issue. Not the case in Buffalo. You know, what about the 49ers and the Cowboys? You know, will San Francisco be able to get enough pressure on Dak Prescott? The 49ers, I think, should be able to run the football. That's what they do. I believe that they will stick to it the same way they did against the Rams. I look at Dallas, and the key to me is the pass rush of San Francisco. I'm not as high on Dak Prescott as everybody else is. I just got to be honest with you. I'm really not. Now, this is a 49ers team that's feeling good. They got a lot of momentum. I look for Kittle to have a big game. You know, Samuel is Samuel, and what he does. You know, again, to me, the biggest key for San Francisco, can they put pressure on Dak Prescott before he can get the ball down the field to Lamb and Cooper? You know, I look at that as, to me, you know, the big key in this football game. I I think it's going to be a dandy. I really do. I I think the Raiders, Bengals, and 49ers, uh, Cowboys, Could be the two best games of the weekend. But I want to hear from you, all right? Your turn. Hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. And uh, we will get right back to you. You know, the one thing about the Cowboys and the Niners, and I covered all those games, that used to be a hell of a rivalry, man. You know? They played in uh, consecutive title games in the 90s. I mean, you had Troy Aikman against Steve Young. You had a just a, a tremendous rivalry, and those were fun games. Those were fun games. Those were really, really fun games. Always fun when you had Dallas and San Francisco. Remember Charles Haley? Goes from the forty ers then he's on the Cowboys and you know, how that changed everything. You had that was that those were those were fun games, boy. Those were fun, fun games. So um, you know, if I could only watch one game on Saturday, I'd do Vegas and Cincy. If I could only watch one game on Sunday, it would be San Francisco and Dallas. I just don't see how Pittsburgh can stay on with Kansas City. In other words, I don't see, barring a couple of turnovers, how they would be able to stick around with Kansas City. Uh, I I don't see Philadelphia. I mean, I think Philadelphia could make it a game because I think Tampa's got some issues. I just don't see Philadelphia being able to win the game. I think that they can keep it close although I don't think that they will, but I mean, that wouldn't shock me. And that I don't know what to expect in the Cardinals and the Rams. I mean, I really don't. I, I don't know what to think. Yeah, you know, I don't know what you're going to get from Matthew Stafford. You know, what about Kyler Murray? You know, is J.J. Watt going to play? Uh, you know, Monday night? You know, the Rams at home? They've had some bad losses at home, including last week, you know, against San Francisco. Sean McVay's had very good success against Arizona. You know, they split the two games this year with each team winning on the road. You know, I guess it really boils down to of the two quarterbacks, you know, which quarterback do you kind of have the most faith most faith in in a playoff game? Yeah, I I don't know how you can have any confidence in Matthew Stafford. I'm sorry, I just, I don't. And, you know, Kyler Murray is an electrifying player, but again, the Cardinals, you know, without DeAndre Hopkins, we're not the same team. Plain and simple. So, I mean, I got to pick the Rams to win in this game. I mean, I really do. I think the Rams win this game because I think that they're, just a little bit better of an all-around team. And based on the way the Cardinals finished this season, I mean, I can't put any faith in them, you know? But I really don't know what to expect from Stafford on Monday night. You know? I, I mean, how could you? You know, when you look at the Cardinals and the way they played coming down the stretch, I mean, think about this. They lost on December 13th to the Rams at home 30 to 23. They lost to the freaking Lions in Detroit 30 to 12. They lost to the Colts at home 22 to 16. Then they beat Dallas, right? 25 to 22. Then they lost against Seattle in a game where they could have won the division. 38-30. to 30. I can't pick the Cardinals to beat the Rams. I just can't. I, based on that, how can I? How on earth could I pick the Cardinals to, like, you know, all of a sudden, just because it's the playoffs, turn everything around? I can't. They're not that good right now. They're not that good. There's no excuses for the Rams to lose this game. You think of the Rams now. They won in December 5th against Jacksonville, the first of 5 in a row. One at Arizona 30 to 23, beat the Seahawks 20 to 10 at home, one at Minnesota 30 to 23, one at Baltimore 20 to 19, and then they lost the game in overtime to San Francisco, their nemesis, 27 to 24. So just based on the way the two teams Played in the last month of the season. How could I pick Arizona? I can't pick Arizona in that game. Just can't. How could I? So, you know, to me, the Rams should win that football game. Absolutely should win the game. So give me your thoughts. What do you like? Who do you like? And if you have an upset this week, you know, who would it be? I can't pick Pittsburgh. I just can't. Can't do it. You know, I know a lot of people are thinking, well, gee, you know, Ben Rothersberger said that they have no chance and, you know. Uh, you know, I, I get that. I, I understand why he's saying that. But, I mean, does anybody out there think Pittsburgh can go in and beat Kansas City in the playoffs? I, I don't. Now, What about the Raiders and that line at five and a half points? So the Bengals are favored by five and a half. The Bills are four and a half point favorites. The Bucks are eight and a half point favorites. Cowboys are favored by three. The line in the Kansas City game. Is the Chiefs favored by twelve and a half, and then the Rams are giving four. Now, I would be inclined to take the Eagles to cover in that game, just because of the Bucks and their the way they finished the season. I'd be I, I I like that. I think that. I would take the eight and a half points. I don't think Philadelphia wins this game. But I could see them covering. Now, if you're Pittsburgh, you know, if Pittsburgh were to score, uh, could, could, could Pittsburgh score 20 points in this game? And then could they stay within 12 and a half points? And then what about the 49ers and the Cowboys? and the three points in that game. What do you think? What do you think of that contest? Can Dallas again get rush? Can they get a pass rush? And if they do, they'll win the game. That's what I think. I think if their they're, if they're front can rush Prescott, I think he'll make a mistake or two. And I could see San Francisco winning that game. But that's an if. You know, that's if. That's going to be the key to that football game. Because I do think San Francisco will be successful in running the ball. I, I definitely think they'll be successful in running the ball. So those are your point spreads. The uh, over-under in the Vegas Bengals game is 48 and a half. New England Buffalo at 43-and-a-half. The weather's going to be terrible there. Cold, and I could see that being an under game. Philly-Tampa over-under is 45-and-a-half. 40 ha- 50-and-a-half for San Francisco and Dallas. And 46-and-a-half for the nightcap on Sunday, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. And then Arizona and the Rams, uh, the over-under in that game is 49-and-a-half. So the only game that's 50 or more is uh, the 49ers and the Cowboys. So what are your thoughts? If you want to get in and talk about NFL football, uh, hit your hand icon. I'll put you up on stage, uh, and we will do this. Uh, If you want to talk NBA, uh, we can do that as well. Anything else that you want to talk about, we'll do so right here on Listen Up. Let's get to some phone calls here on this Friday. And we're talking NFL football. Ken, you're on with Grant. Go ahead. You're on Listen Up, Ken.
3: What's happening, Nate here?
1: What's shaking, buddy?
3: Oh man, I I, I couldn't be more happy, man. I, I I was uh I called in before the Charger game. I said I'd be shocked if they pull it off. You kind of were like, Shocked? What are you talking about? And I was like, Well, <laughs> you know, you have reservations being Raider fans and uh, and they pulled it out and it was epic, man. It was a party at my house, let me tell you what.
1: Well, it's been a long time since you've been able to have a party with the Raiders, so that's good. I'm happy to hear that.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, so, I, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, that they got here. It, it already feels like a win on the season, so uh, anything, yep. if they pull off the win, it, it's just, you know, more icing on the cake. Uh, but what I'm, I'm it couldn't be a better situation for the possibility of a win facing Cincinnati, uh, given all the other options. You know, the Chiefs, no, nope, that's a blow up. You know, that's right. not, yep. not good. Go up to uh, the Bills, no, that that ain't a good thing either. So nope. um, the, the opportunity is available for them, I think. Uh, what do you think? How, how do you think this game's going to go?
1: You know, there are two teams in the playoffs for the first time in in a long while. And the only thing I can go off with Burrow is how he played in the NCAA championship game, you know, a couple of years ago for LSU. And he was great, meaning that he didn't melt. He didn't fold under the pressure. But this is a a completely different animal. Um, You know, the Bengals, they're young. I don't know how a young team is going to handle the pressure of this playoff. The Raiders, a lot of their players are in it for the first time, too. I think this is a toss-up type of a game, Ken. I really do. I'm looking at both these rosters. I'm looking at what they do well. I'm looking at what they don't do well. And, you know, I think it's a toss-up type of a game. I really do.
3: Gotcha. Did you see the – I I think – I'm pretty sure it was real. I seen it on Bleacher Report uh, of the the tweet put out by the Cincinnati Bengals saying, uh, if you're a Bengals fan, don't sell your tickets to Raider fans because they're buying all the tickets up.
1: I didn't see that. I did see the uh, Matthew Stafford's wife said that on a podcast in Los Angeles this week that she was imploring her fans, the season ticket holders of the Rams, not to sell their tickets. I did not see that in Cincinnati. I really didn't. You know, I got to tell you, if you're a fan and you wait all year and in the case, many, many, many years for your team to finally make the playoffs and you're selling your tickets, then to me, you're not a real fan.
3: Yeah, I hear you. Right on. Well, yeah, man. Uh, that's that's all I got. I just wanted to call in, and I'm stoked. I'm ready for this playoff party. I got the grills. I got the bouncy houses. Got the beers. It's gonna be a whoa, good whoa, whoa, whoa! You
1: got a bounce? Whoa, 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 man! You got a bouncy? You got a bouncy house, huh?
3: Yeah, for the kiddos, man. They like to. Yeah,
1: play no, to I I, I know. I'm impressed, man. You're going all out. That's what I'm saying. You're going all out.
3: You have to, man. It's the Raiders. The playoffs. The Kings are in the playoffs. The real playoffs, not the play-in, but a real series. Man, it's gonna yep. go uh, bonkers at my well, house. So, uh, well, I'll you tell know. you what,
1: Ken. You 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 can uh, you can take that bouncy house and tell them you won't be needing it in April for the Kings playoffs. All right. You can you can tell them right now that they don't, you 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 will not need them in the spring. Okay.
3: I mean, I you're you're right. You're right. But I was looking at it. And man, with with Dame having the surgery, they're 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 almost in the 10th spot. Who knows? They could get hot. <laughs> they could get You're hot. crazy,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? And you and I could win the uh, Powerball tomorrow, which is going to be hard for me considering I don't play it. All right. So, oh, I you know, play every Friday, hey. Nate. <laughs> I
3: play
1: it. You're every a beauty. Friday. Hey, good luck tomorrow, buddy. Hey, thanks. Hey. All right, we're losing him a little bit with a bad connection. Thanks, Ken. Uh, good luck tomorrow. All right? Good luck. You won't need that bouncy house for the Kings, so you don't have to worry about that. Even though I think the Kings are going to win their next three games with their schedule, but then I think they're going to get murdered on the road trip coming up. You know? I really do. But uh, C.J. McCollum, by the way, is coming back this week for Portland, so that should help. But, you know, the Kings are five games. Back in a loss column of ninth place Minnesota. So to get above 10, you'd have to get more than hot. You'd have to be sizzling hot. And they're not good enough to do that. 10th? Yeah, I could see that happening. You know, but the problem is I shouldn't say problem. They've got more losses than both New Orleans and San Antonio. You know, I, I thought San Antonio, I thought New Orleans would be done, but the Kings have been so bad that the Pelicans have been able to climb up. And they're only, all right. They're they're basically the same as the Kings, except for they have one less loss. And San Antonio, who's not very good, they've lost four in a row. They've got one less loss too, but they got two fewer wins. So, I don't know. You know, to me, if you're ten games under 500 and you're in the play-in, go away. I I I, I can't talk about that. I'm sorry. You know, if you make the play-in, and you have, and you're ten games under 500, go away. You know, I, I, that that's that's ridiculous. You know, the tenth place team in the East, they're not ten games under 500. They're 500. The Boston Celtics. That's the way it should be. All right. This play-in tournament's ridiculous. If you get in and you're, you know, nine, ten, eleven games under 500, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. It really is. All right, if you want to come on, uh, give me your thoughts on the football playoffs this weekend. Hit that hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will uh, talk about it. Divisional games in the playoffs, Rory's interesting. You got New England and Buffalo playing for the third time. They each won on the other team's field. Arizona, L.A., same thing. The road team won in the two games. Very interesting when you get to the first round of the playoffs, and there's really not a lot of surprises. There's no mystery here for these teams when you play for the third time in a year. No mystery at all. And I think that's going to be the case this weekend. Jeff, you're on with Grant. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to Listen. Hey, hey,
2: Grant. How are you?
1: Okay, what's happening?
2: I'm wondering who do you think your biggest upset's going to be this weekend. I'm thinking. I mean, don't say I'm crazy, but uh, could be the Eagles over Tampa Bay. Just say uh, Tom Brady for somehow gets hurt or something in that game.
1: Well, I mean, that could be of any team. You can't, uh, you know. I think Philadelphia has a chance to keep this game close. I really do. Sanders, um,
2: Sanders is Sanders is playing now.
1: Yeah, I think they could keep it close. I think I think they could keep it close. I really do. I mean, but you can't you can't go into a game, well, if this guy gets hurt, it could be close. You could say you know, that about any team in the playoffs.
2: You're you're right. You're right. But I uh, I mean, you know uh I mean they keep they run the ball a lot, and uh if they keep it away from ready, you know. I mean the trick is to limit uh limit the times the other team has the ball, especially with Mahomes. And uh, if you just keep it out of Brady's hands, who knows what might happen?
1: You know, in terms of which team do I think I could see winning that's an underdog, you know, I think the Raiders have a a 50-50 chance of going in and winning in Cincinnati. Uh, I think the Niners have a decent chance of winning in Dallas. I don't know if I would go 50-50, but I would put it at 40-60. You know, I could see that. Um, Philadelphia, to me, is going to have to play pretty much a perfect game. And... If they do that, they could win it in Tampa. The thing is, I don't see Tom Brady being the reason why Tampa loses, whereas Jalen Hurts, I don't know what to expect from him in Philadelphia. I really don't.
2: Right. You're right. He's going to have to play. Everybody, they're going to have to play the egg. I'm not a Philly fan, but I'm just saying that would, to me, that would, I think, would be the the big upset.
1: Totally agree. That would be. Thanks, man.
2: All right. Appreciate it. Bye-bye.
1: Have a good weekend. All right. Again, Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. I I don't know what to expect from him. I know what to expect from Tom Brady. I mean, I think we all get that, right? Correct? Any doubt what we expect from Brady? You know, we expect him to have a really good game. That's what we expect. Why would you think anything different? I don't know what to expect
0: from Jalen Hurts. Alfred. How are you, Al? You're on with Grant. Go right ahead. Good, Dave. I'm just going to give you my two cents. I agree with your, your statements. I think the Raiders, they got a good pass rush. And from what I've I've read, uh, Cincinnati, could their line can be successful, you know, as far as their offensive line. So they can put the pressure on Burrow and, uh, you know, put some heat on them. You know, it might be, that would be key for them. <laughs> and I'm just wondering, uh, who? What player? You've spoken to Garoppolo and how he's underappreciated, and and Sean spoken Salisbury spoken to uh, Carr in the same manner. What player do you think is under the most pressure coming into this weekend? I'm kind of thinking Stafford for my team because you know he he was brought in to right the ship, and I'm just thinking, boy, you know if he if they lose on Monday. Who's your Who's your player who you think's got a lot of the most pressure on him? I think
1: Dak Prescott does. You know, he signed a huge contract. Uh, the Cowboys are expecting a lot from him. I don't think he yeah. played that well in the second half of the season. So, to me, I think Dak Prescott does.
0: Yeah, and how, which game, if you don't mind, like, which game are you most looking forward to? I'm kind of looking forward to the Niner-Dallas game the yeah. most. Who, who, me too. who are you looking – the Niner-Dallas game? Yep.
1: If I could only watch one game, if you told me I could only watch yeah. one game this weekend, that's the
0: game I would choose to watch. Absolutely. I'm looking yeah. forward to that game more than any you other know, game. You make great po- a great point about Prescott. I mean, Dallas, every year, you just think that every year seems like they just have so much talent. And they got a big payroll and, you know, so it's going to be, that's going to be a great matchup. Um, You've spoken to Garoppolo, you know, and, and he, how he stepped up and performed in the clutch, so I think my upset would be, uh, I don't know if it's really an upset, but I'd have to say the Niners have a good shot uh, taking Dallas down, you know. Um, and I also think, uh, I like your, your thinking on the Raiders, but I just want to hear your, your two cents on, sure. the, on, the, on the player. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Prescott, yeah, he's got a lot of pressure on him too. So thanks for taking my call. You have a good night, man.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you uh, calling. I just think Prescott with this big contract – And, you know, the Cowboys being so disappointing for so long, you know, and again, the money, the big deal, Uh, a lot of people are expecting big things from Prescott. I think I would say he, if I had to rank him, I would go him number one and I would go Stafford number two. There's no pressure, in my opinion. There's pressure on everybody. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, in terms of Burrow, no, it's his first game. And I think there's a lot of pressure on Derek Carr as good as he was getting the raiders here you know uh mac jones no Roethlisberger, no i just think the if you have to go in order if you're talking quarterback i would go prescott 1 i would go stafford 2 and i would go Carr 3 really no pressure on burrow you know you could just say it's a second year's first playoff game mac jones rookie right uh Garoppolo is probably not going to be back next year regardless. So, I mean, but there's pressure on everybody. I I, I think that we kind of use the word pressure too much. But in this particular case, when it's the playoffs, they're all facing the pressure. I don't know, maybe, maybe not Ben Roethlisberger as much for obvious reasons. But I think Prescott, he'd be the guy that if I had to look at and go, okay, who's got the most pressure? I think it's Dak Prescott. I think the whole Cowboys team does. You know, the other thing is there are a lot of people that are thinking San Francisco is going to win this game, which could really help Dallas. I think a lot of people are not giving Dallas uh, the credit that they feel like they deserve. And, you know, I'm not crazy about Dallas. I think they've been very inconsistent in the second half of the season. And I think Prescott has been very up and down. So I understand the criticism. But a lot of people are picking uh, San Francisco uh, to win this game. So if you want to get on before we wrap up this uh, Friday edition on Listen App, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you uh, right on. Again, a busy night in the NBA. The headline game has the Warriors and the Bulls, so we'll see how that game fares. Uh, But again, that's probably the marquee game on the uh, NBA card. Again, we talked a little bit about the general manager for Houston, talking about the firing of cully and basically said it was a philosophical difference and we'll see who goes where um i think brian flores has an excellent chance of being the next head coach there uh in houston but you know again uh, time uh, will tell uh i hope you have a fabulous weekend watching these games you know an extra round of games So because of that, you know, you shouldn't be bored. You got two games tomorrow. You have three games on Sunday. And then you even have Monday Night Football for the first time in the playoffs. Money talks, right? It's all about the almighty dollar. It's all about the almighty dollar. By the way, the uh, NFL All-Pro teams were out. Uh, Debo Samuel... Trent Williams of San Francisco made it. You had Rodgers at uh, quarterback, Taylor the running back, Mark Andrews the tight end, Adams at wide receiver, Cup at wide receiver. Then the offensive line had uh, Williams, Tristan Wirfs. You had, uh, I believe, uh, Batonio of Cleveland. Zach Martin. You had Jason Kelsey, the center from Philadelphia. On uh, defense, you had T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, uh, Cam Hayward. Your linebackers, you had Darius Leonard, Micah Parsons, uh, Devondre Campbell. And you had uh, Diggs and Ramsey at the corners. You had uh, Poyer was one safety. You had Justin Tucker, the place kicker. A.J. Cole of the Raiders, the punter. Those are your uh, pro, not pro, Bowl, all pro. All pro. So Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback on the all pro team. All right. That's it. Enjoy the football weekend. Enjoy it. All right. We'll talk all about it on Monday, 3 o'clock Pacific. We'll break it down right here on Listen Up. Hey, have yourself a fabulous weekend. And thank you so much for listening here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club.
3: Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. <laughs>
3: 18 plus.